I know I told you to put a different picture. Why? I'm sorry. I do got to change that. <laughs> uh, um, <sighs> let's see if. Let's... I'm sorry. Were you talking or was Kristen talking? Is Kristen? Did you? Did she? She should have the link. I'll send it to her again. Okay. Um, so I was saying okay. that um, sometimes some some women do. There she is. Okay. Sorry, cool. I don't know what happened. Sorry about that. Okay, no okay. worries. We all, think we all, we all, we all dropped. Yeah. Okay. Get back on. So I was saying that some women do take control. I'm sorry, some ladies. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Women, no. I, when you said women take control and we're talking about men and women, that's why I was confused. Was it a boy or a man? Okay, but go ahead. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, so. Control, ladies or women, go ahead. Okay, so, yes. So, they, they when women do consider, take control of the situation because some ladies want to be in a relationship, you know, so. When you when they find a man who's nice to them, I mean it can be it can be anything like let them cook for you, but they, they you know it can be like oh I'll, you know I'll come over there and cook mm-hmm. dinner for you, and you know because I mean you know you might be like I don't have nothing to eat. I mean you know I don't feel like cooking right now. I just don't, I'm like damn I don't feel like cooking right now. I'm about to you know they be like oh I'll come over there and cook real quick and make you something. Now mm-hmm. you know now you know see how she just forced herself. Into she it. Forced she, is that what she did? Or did you allow her to come up in your house and cook your food and use your dishes to do it? Did you allow her to make your plate after she cooked your food? And did you allow her to wash your dishes after she cooked your food and made your plate? So you saying I'm that gonna, they forced I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to decline. I'm, I'm not going to decline that. Why not? <laughs> if you don't want it in your house, why not decline it? Right. No, no, no. Check this out. I do. I I would want her in my house. I would. You would. It's just that now, all you, all I would want you to do right now is cook, cook, and you know, I mean, you go if you feel like washing the dishes. Hey, that's a nice gesture to me. Wow. I'm I'm not looking at that as all right. Now you're my girlfriend because you cook dinner for me so you playing the role oh, of the okay so so when we can take it out to dinner and then y'all want to be like yeah we done dropped a hundred bones on dinner so right. i should be able to bone but right. we got together so i'm like wow, wow, right. wow okay. really okay i can say now now i can't speak uh-huh. for all men on this situation because on that situation because if i drop a hundred bones on you it's just that's just being a nice gesture. I just if I had it, if I had a hundred bones and I felt like, you know, I mean, if I wanted to drop a hundred bones, I'm gonna drop I wasn't looking I'm not looking for nothing. Uh-huh. So but I can't speak for all men, you know. All most men are different. They feel like though they're gonna spend that much money, they're gonna get something in return. Nah, I'm ha- I'm out. Yeah, and time. as a woman, if, if I'm, I'm spend- coming over to your house and I'm cooking dinner, thank you. House, we we in a relationship. Let me explain. Whoa, whoa, Let me tell you something about so a woman. Why, why is that though? Well, why no, I'm about that? to tell you. I'm about to tell you. Uh-huh. Women, when I am, so you, you go to church, you have a relationship with God. One of the things that we learn in our women's group, our women's Bible study, and the men and the men who teach the Bible studies will tell us, stop walking, stop acting like a wife to a man that has no intention 
for making you his wife. I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to go over a man's house that I am dating, cook food for him, feed him, wash his dishes, wash his clothes, because that's what a wife does. So if I'm already acting in a wife role, why wife me? If I'm already doing everything that a why even go through it? You're already getting, you're already reaping all the benefits. And then I have men who counter that with saying, well, how do we know that you're going to do it afterwards? You know what? Guess what? I cook every now. If I cook, if we have, uh, if we have Thanksgiving or uh, if we have Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner or a big dinner at my family's house and you're invited, you'll get my cooking that way. But I'm not going to come over your house and specially prepare a meal for you. And we're not in um, a relationship. So again, you want the benefits of a relationship. I guess you guys just want the companionship. Maybe that's what it is. Relationship and companionship are two different things. No, well, They're two different things. Well, I, don't, I mean, some men do, but if it's forced, if it's, you know, I just, see, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm looking at it as you're just coming over doing a nice thing for me. So, you know, I'm not really, I'm, I don't really take it as a big deal because, I mean, if, if if you wanted, if I felt like cooking breakfast in the morning and, you know, that's what you wanted and I was wanted to be nice, I mean, that's, I'm not really, I'm not, I'm like, well, now I'm your, your man because I cooked you breakfast. Okay, all right, all right, all right, skirt. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. There's, there's a whole bunch of boundaries that have been crossed in, okay. in, in yep. all of those, all that scenario because um, anytime, like, like Latoya said, those those are wife and husband duties. If you're going to get up, first of all, you shouldn't be there in the morning um, to be cooking yep. somebody breakfast, number Thank one. You. And so Thank if you're in the house cooking breakfast in the morning, that's that's a uh, after fact because of something that happened physically. And mm-hmm. if we're not in a relationship with something that happened physically and you're going to cook me breakfast, that's a mixed signal right there, first of all. Yes, all, exactly. all, all of that is, is heck of confusing. And as a man, in my opinion, um, these so-called nice gestures that you think that we're doing for you, if you don't know anything about a woman, the reason we're doing these things for you is because we want to be your woman. And if Yes, that is not we're looking your, for that position. Right, and if that is not where you want this to go, then you need to not allow her to do that. You need to be the man and say, you know what, babe, I appreciate that, but let mm-hmm. me take you out. Or I appreciate right. that but let's just hold off for a little while and have that forethought and that leadership to, to, to know and take charge and be like, nah, babe, I can't really let you do that. That's respect for her in the situation that she's not in at the moment. <laughs> don't, don't allow it to go anywhere. You talk about force. It's not force. You're allowing it, as Latoya said, to go in a, in a place that you're clearly not ready for it to go. So don't allow it to go there. Teaching moment, right? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That that's my point. That, that that's my point. It's very important for us to set boundaries. It's important for us to know that it's important for us to have a purpose for dating, which is why I don't waste my time. You know, I it, it, I I just don't waste my time. Don't get me wrong. I've had friends. I you know I have hung out. I've gone out of town. I've reaped the benefits of having very good friends. However, there are boundaries that are set. 
your boundaries that are set. So when we're talking about good men and good women and are, do they exist, we have to realize the older that we get, the pool starts getting smaller and smaller. You know, there are there is a wide variety of things that we're looking at except instead of giving these silly behind tests. You know, of I, I had a I had a friend even tell me that that oh I give tests here and I give tests there. What the heck test? Mm-hmm. And, and then I was told, well, I know women give tests. Let me tell you something. A mature woman, a mature woman is not giving tests. She's observing. She's very aware. Very aware. And you know where that came from? The movie think, think like a man. What what came from single test? man? Yeah, the test came from that. And- That's because Steve Harvey's full of stuff. <laughs> Steve Harvey got his own whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I, I don't know about the test, the ninety day rule. Listen, you what? Everybody's different. Everybody's different. You know, so many things play a so so many things play a factor in you know, and how quickly or how slowly a relationship is going to go. So many things play a factor in that. So one person might have to wait 90 days. Another person might have to wait three years. You know, I don't know. Uh, You know, somebody else may never get it. But if, you know, if we're going through all that and I already know that there's nothing here, you know, because I'm not going to be spending my time with somebody for, you know, for three years without any possibilities of, you know, longevity. You know, unless I mean, now I could travel a lot and I'm all I'm very busy with the kids. And if, you know, everybody understands that and we're trying to be friends and trying to build something. okay, fine. But we're not confused. There's no confusion about whether we're in a relationship or not, because adults discuss that we have that communication. So so I I just feel like so many things are being lost in translation. There are expectations that are not being managed that are not being managed. Right. There, there's there's communication that is not being had. People won't have the hard conversations. Okay, we've been seeing each other for three months. Where are we going? I'm, I'm over 40 years old. There is no way I'm going to be seeing somebody for three years or a year and not know where we're going. Either we're just hanging out and we're friends and you're the person I'm seeing. And, you know, it, 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 but I know for sure what type of relationship that is. I know if we are just servicing each other, if this is just a maintenance thing, you know, every now and then, I these things I know. Like who, I, I just don't understand how you can think you're in a relationship and then all of a sudden you turn around. I know so many women that go through this, that have gone through this. They thought they were in a relationship for two years. Have a baby and the Bama says, um, we were never in a relationship and whose is it? How in the hell were you never in a relationship? I, I'm confused. No, Everybody giving that to man, he too much credit. He he know he, he knew he was in a relationship. He just used that exactly. at that point. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. So come on now. You so I, these things are I, they confuse me, and we have to be accountable. Hold ourselves accountable, women. I, I have to speak from a woman's point of view. We have to hold ourselves accountable for the things that we are missing, for the things that we refuse to ask questions about. We have to hold ourselves accountable for all the red flags that we decided to ignore Mm -hmm. and say, oh, I'm going to be the one. Oh, I'm special. And I'm going to tell you, all of us want to be special. 
all of us do. And you know, I think I'm a 10 plus plus. And I think all of my girlfriends and any woman that I relate with um, with is a 10 plus plus, you know, on a scale. You know that I feel like that. However, we we can all have that in our mind. 10 plus plus. 10 plus plus on a scale, on y'all scale of 10s. You know, we can all have that in our mind. And the fact of the matter is that we may not be on the same level with this person that we are choosing to spend our time with. So when we say there are no good men out here, why are we saying that? What are the experiences that we have had that was so bad that makes us, I haven't dated all men. I haven't dated all races. I haven't dated, you know, from different, uh, I haven't dated from different continents. I have not come near to dating all men. So there's no way I can lump every man into one category and say that there are no good men. Okay. That are abusive. Can I read one of the comments? Absolutely. Please do. Somebody's responding now too. Go ahead. So um, one of them said, um, I'm trying to see where where it is. Is it on my page? No, it's, on, it's, on, what, it's on my page. It's on the page. So, um, said one of them. So, said one of them, a men lied, cheat, cheated, stole, ex cheated. Oh, that's the one that I wanted to talk about. Yes, go right. ahead. What did she say? She says men. So men had like lied, cheat, cheated, stole, ex cheated. Another one lied and stole from me. My mom and my grandma. Last one I dated. What you say? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Last one I dated left me for his ex that he was dating the whole time. Mind you, we were together for three years and now trying to come back. Uh, my ex is dating my old best friend after he dated another friend after me. Um, it mm. said, hmm, can I really go on? So then she says, um, Um, just because there are three, three point seven five billion men in this world doesn't mean I'm going to meet them all. I already did give up a year ago. A year ago, uh, up to anyone don't go on dates. I'm celibate. Good. It's not the end of the world. But yeah, the devil won this battle um, because I no longer believe in love or any other BS. Especially after hearing my dad tell my mom after twenty eight years of marriage that he loved her. And he basically cheated, and he cheated on her too. Mm. So, so yeah, she's like, yeah. So, okay. So, <laughs> it seems like the um, good people can attract bad people, you know. Um, even if they have kind spirits, even if they, you know, have God shining light in them, you know, we 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 can attract you know, sneaky people, connivers, we can, uh, we can, we attract good people and bad people. And I'm not sure what this young lady's, all of her situation and all of her circumstance is. However, I can see what the root of her problem is. And she gave it in her, in, in her response. It started with her seeing that her father cheated on her mother and, and he let her, you know, and this was after 28 years of marriage of him saying, I love you, him saying, I love you, him loving that woman and him cheating on her. It didn't take away the fact that he loved her. 
it, it, it just took it, it just basically made him less of a um upstanding person he, he probably still loved, he probably loved her because she was the mother of his 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 children or he could have loved her and appreciated her for the things that she she's done over those 28 years or what have you so then she goes and she gets into relationships that what look exactly like what her mother went through. Right. because i guarantee you because i guarantee you he didn't he didn't start effing up at 28 years there were things that were going on before we hit that 28th year there were things that she was seeing before that 28th year i have a cousin who's um uh i have a cousin whose uh uh boyfriend told her i come and go as i please you don't ask me any questions when i come in and out this house and the relationship lasted years years because she chose to turn a blind eye. Okay. It's a choice. Everything that we do, every these things we are allowing to happen when we choose to ignore the red flags. So we can't, so one of the things is we, we always want to blame the opposite sex. You know, women want to get together and male bash. Uh, men want to get together and, and, and call women gold diggers. And when that's not the case, the fact of the matter is, is that we've all had bad experiences. So from those bad experiences, what are the lessons that you took away from it? What are the things that you learn so that you can recognize the red flags up front? Now, I will give you, I will allow you one, maybe two before you turn 30, right? I'll allow some things to be missed because you still have some maturing to do. There's still some things that have not fully developed. Okay. Um, with you so man and woman but you know for us women there's some things that have not fully developed we are you know there are things mm -hmm. that we require there are things that we're looking for there are absences um in our lives and so we try sometimes we try to fulfill that and then we get in all the wrong kinds of relationships because we never knew what love was because maybe we didn't have a father that loved us or maybe we had a father who was cheating so we didn't know that um that so we didn't know whether he loved us because if he was cheating on mom, he was cheating on the whole family, right? That's the that's the label he gave. You know, you walked out on all of us. Right. Um, so uh so all of these things end up with a result of someone giving up on love or giving up on life. And these things start to cause us to internalize everything and then guess what these things do they have us blaming ourselves they have us blaming ourselves saying oh i guess i've done something wrong or i'm just going to give up on love let me tell you what i'm not going to do i know what love is and i know what love can do i have seen it i feel it day in and day out through and through if um god gave his only son if he could sacrifice that then we could sacrifice some conversation amongst one another you, you know what I'm right. saying? So it, it's about sacrifice and being selfless and you being honest with one another. So if I mean, if 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 this is what we I mean, if this is what we come to, you know, trying to blame everybody for our shortcomings or for the other sex's shortcomings, to me, it's not fair. How do we help encourage and build one another up? So to the young lady who wrote that in her mm -hmm. post, my heart goes out to you. You know, my heart absolutely goes out to her and I pray and I hope 
that she finds new direction. And I pray that somebody can, you know, give her some words of encouragement, you know, plant a seed here, plant a seed there. Somebody else waters it. Somebody else, you know, comes and prunes it, you know, and and it's going to be a process because guess what? She's been going through this for years. So it's not going to happen overnight. When we need healing, healing is a process. It's a process. So I don't know how long she's been going through that that situation with her parents. And then she goes through it with um, with different relationships. And it sounds like some of her instances with her relationships may have been different. Yeah. But I am so confused at how somebody is stealing from my mama and my grandmother and me. <laughs> Let me tell you what you're not going to do. Let me tell you what you're not going to do. And now that may come from, and see, it's about environment that may come from me being, me growing up in Southeast DC. I mean, I've dated and I've been single for uh, five years now and then maybe four, four and a half, five years now. And let me tell you over the, over the time, but I've been, you know, single without being married for at least 10 years when I've dated. People did not know where I lived when I would drive my sister's car to go meet them wherever. When they asked me where I lived, I lived in the whole state of Virginia, the whole entire state. Let me tell you what you're not going to do. You're not going to come up in my house causing no havoc because this is that's not how it's going to go down. Somebody is not going to make it out alive and it's probably going to be them. So (laughs) I, I protect it. So I protect it. My home, my environment, it was very important for me to have that peace, that sanity and that security. So, you know, so when you have people, you know, are you falling in love too quickly? Like what is going on? Are you in a relationship for three months and automatically, you know, you think it, uh, at 20 that, oh, yes, I'm, you know, I'm head over heels and we're going to move in together. And now that happens to some people that can be the exception. It's not the rule, right? Some people can fall in love at 14. So I'm not saying that it cannot happen at 14, 20, 40, 50, or 60. It can. However, those people have to be able to be happy with themselves. And, you know, there's so many things that go into this whole thing of, um, of good men and good women. So I, they are out there. When you go through the brokenness, you have to allow yourselves to heal. Right. You have to be able to heal. And if you don't have that and you don't have that support system, that's how and where it's going to be con- become difficult. So can can I? Uh, uh, <laughs> I feel I really like my heart does go out to her as well. A, a lot like that's that's rough. Um, yeah. And I don't want to sound um like I don't care I'm I'm harsh or anything like that I really don't that's not how I'm, I want to come off but when I I've heard so many uh lines and my ex has twisted so many things um to make it sound like you know he's the victim and I'm not saying that's what she's doing but in a in a in a uh when you're describing something to someone um, to say that that person stole from me and my grandmother. All right, did they hold you up at gunpoint? If not, what it sounds mm-hmm. like to me is that y- you he probably was hard up, maybe asked for some money. You and your grandma mm-hmm. got together. He said he was going to pay it back, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. So now yep. he's stolen from you. Okay, but exactly. you gave him the money. 
you put yourself there. And again, I don't know. I'm just saying that that to me is a more logical type explanation. Or when I hear that, you know, her, he's in a relationship with her friend, you know, and then, and I'm like, okay, but that usually comes from your friend knowing too much about your man. You talk to your friend too much about what your man like, what he don't like, what y'all do and all of that. So you sharing too much information with your friend that should not be any of their business. And that's how that door gets opened. So these are the things that we really need to really look at ourselves. And that's not when you're hurting, it's hard to do that. It's hard Mm -hmm. to look back and see, okay, how, you know, what, what does this puzzle look like? What, how does this path of breadcrumbs, how did I get here? What, what can I do differently? But that's the only thing we can control is ourselves and our actions moving forward. We can't control anybody else's. So that's why we, it's imperative that we look at ourselves and see mm-hmm. what we can change in the situations going forward. So that's, that's really what I see in, in, in that type of situation. It, it's not, it may not be necessarily that he stole. I mean, I just, like I said, like you said, I can't see how you're stealing from somebody, from my grandmother. I, I really don't. Um, how does it help? So, but again, unless you unless you literally like we're at at a at a, a family function and everybody's purse is in a room, right? But then he's stealing from my you know my entire family. It's not just pinpointed to me and my grandmother. So exactly. there's there's something else there's something else there where I think there was money loaned and just not paid back. Um. So and then, and then the explanation was 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 twisted around. But um, I'll just give my one my example that I was kind of sharing earlier in that. Um, when I went on my trip to Bermuda recently <laughs> with a, a male friend of mine. Now, he offered me this trip. I told him I can't afford it. He said, I got you. You've been working hard. You know, you're a single mom, you know, all these things, and you deserve a break. And he was trying to make up for me, make up to me to show me he was a good guy because he, he definitely has shown his rear end over the past, you know, few years. And so me in my head, I know I do not want to build anything with this man. He is not the man for me. He's already shown who he is. I've seen it. Do I go on this trip? Yes, I do. Why do I go on this trip? Because he's right. I need a break. And, And he's paying for it. And I had a wonderful time, except for when he got off work and he was with me because it was a business trip. So he was at work all day. I was getting spot up. I was going to the beach. I was doing all these things by myself and it was lovely. And I got really relaxed until he got off work and worried my butt to death. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but I mean, I can't be mad mm-hmm. because I already knew that's how this person was. Right. And I'm not fooling myself to think anything more or less was going to come from this person. So I really think that that honesty, like Latoya said, is what is needed and required in these types of situations. You know, you be a grown woman, be a grown man. If 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 you see something you want, then okay, fine, go get it. But don't fool yourself in, in thinking that it's something that it's not. Or thinking you're going to change them or thinking, you know, they're going, they're not going to react in a way that you already know they're going to react. True. That's true. So that's my story. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So hold on, how we? Well, first, Latoya, Latoya, did you, you didn't give your synopsis on are there any good men out here? 
I did. I did. I believe that there are good men out here. And I personally, I, I get a little um, agitated when when a lot of women kind of band together and say, no, there are no good men out here because I know a lot of good men, right? No, but, but I'm certain that we're talking about any good available men. And I, I believe that there are, there are at the same, just the same way as women have been hurt, men have been hurt. Women have done some vindictive, spiteful, they call it savage now, things. I'm telling you, I have friends, I'll be watching, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's what you want to do. So this is what we're doing now at 40. You know, and I'm telling you, I, listen, I have people that tell me, girl, you could get this and you could get that. Why do I? What are you talking? What you know? It's just things. It's, it's things that we do, things that we wear, um, the 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 positions we put ourselves in, and uh, so I, I just I just think it would be. I think that our time as women would be used better if we could build each other up and just you know even if we if we you know spoke into existence you know good men or the type you know we have to be we have to. Speak speak these things um mm-hmm. you know we we just have to be I, I just get so frustrated with you know people with women and uh, specifically playing a victim right okay. I, I, I get very I get very agitated with that and I and and I don't mean to and my intent is not to attack women my intent is to teach mm-hmm. and and I just want and need for them to understand that there are red flags. They're red flags. So when they're red flags and you say, oh, no, um, uh, I had no idea that he was cheating with the lady next door. Let me tell you something. My, um, let me tell you something. My, um, my, uh, a friend of mine, let me not because it's too close. So a friend of mine, uh, I, we were in a long-term relationship. And one day I had went over to his house. And as I was going up the stairs, I was young, um, but I was in, I think I was in my early 20s, definitely in my early 20s. And I was going up the stairs and and it, it didn't dawn on me until like years later, like years later when I'm in a marriage or well, years later when I meet this woman again. So it didn't dawn on me. So I'm going up the stairs and there's this lady kind of peeking out her door. Didn't say anything. So I noticed every time I went over, all of a sudden, this la- that door would open or close, you know, in the apartment building. And I'm like, what the heck? So finally, one time I went over. Now, this is the only time that I remember all the other times I recollect um, at way after, after I met her face to face, after our relationship had ended. So the last time when I remember going up the stairs and I really remember seeing her, she's peeking out the door and she, now this time she was bold. She did not go back in the house. She just stood there peeking out the door, just stood there. And so he kind of, and so he's behind me and I could tell he's doing something behind me. And so she's looking and he was like, what's up, big head to the young lady. She closes the door. Mm-mm-mm. would you know so I was like so who is that oh nobody that's just my next door neighbor wouldn't you know he's married to her today wouldn't you know and I stayed with him for another two years right 
So, so, it, so they're thinking like, knew I saw it. I knew, I knew, and and I chose to stay. So for me to sit there and say, oh, he's no good, and he took me through this, and he took me through that. Guess what? I decided to go through the. I decided to go through the heartbreak. I decided to continue to see him. I decided that I wanted to nurture that relationship, and you know, just love him so much that he, you know, he would choose me. But it wasn't about that. It wasn't about that. It was, it, you know what? It was about it, the fact that that's not, he, he didn't want to be with me, right? That, that's not what he wanted. It was clear to me that that was not what he wanted when I knew that that young lady, what, why she was, you know, peeking out the door. You know, granted, I was young, but I knew for a fact why she was peeking out the door and why she stood there all bold. You know, and I chose to ignore it. I chose to still love on this guy and, you know, and, and still, you know, lift him up and support him. And that was my choice. So he's not a bad guy because I decided to allow myself to continue to go through some nonsense. So we I just we just have to be careful about, you know, how we're depicting men. And, and I just don't want to continue to tear our men down you know, just one, so we can be built up or because we choose not to recognize the things that were uh, rearing their heads uh, early on in a relationship or throughout the relationship. When you ask a question, I'm going to tell you, when something is not right in your gut, I'm telling you, when something is not right, it's not right, especially with a woman. Now, especially with a woman of faith. For me, when something ain't right, guess what I say? Holy Spirit, show me. <laughs> I say, Holy Spirit, show me. Let me tell you something. Three days, three days, every single time. Now, the problem is that I'm always afraid of what the Holy Spirit yeah. is going to reveal to me. Right. So I wait. So I wait. Right. To pray this prayer. I wait. And guess what? That was my choice to wait because I knew at the moment that I felt something in my gut was wrong, I should have prayed that prayer. You know, so, but, but, but I already know what my relationship is with God. And I already know that he's going to reveal it to me. So guess what I choose to do? Walk blind. That's what I choose to do. So I cannot blame every man because I continue to walk blindly through life when it comes to me and relationships. Amen. So that's my take. Amen to that. So teaching moment. <laughs> I, just want, I just want people like I, I think it's great people out here. I don't think it's a lot. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's, you know, millions. I don't think it's billions, you know, but I, I do honestly think that there are great men and women out here. And I also think that we go through that they have gone through things just like women have gone through things and they have to go through a healing process. And I think it's an issue for men and women alike to jump from one relationship to the next, one relationship to the next. You have to be able to build something. You know, one of the things that I notice about men as they get older um, they will go from a relationship, like a long-term relationship of like two years or more, and then they'll get out of that relationship and then they'll get a, um, and then they'll get a, a, a physical, whatever, a, a, a partner, a, a maintenance person or what have you. 
I don't know what the, a good term is to call it, but somebody to have, you know, sex with. And then guess what? They end up kind of being in a relationship with that person because now that person is always in their space. And you know what happens is because they only waited three months, you know, for whatever the hurt is that went on with that two, five, 10 year relationship. They waited three months and said, okay, I'm ready to kind of start seeing somebody just have some companionship. And then they end up in a six month relationship. And guess what? They never took the time to heal. So finally, when they decide, oh, okay, I'm ready. It's a year and a half later. You know, I'm good. But in that year and a half, you you've been kind of kind of shacking up with three, four different women. So you never had any time to yourself. You never had any time to reflect. You never had any time to self check. You never had any time to figure out what it is that made you happy. You know, and the same thing for women. I'm telling you, when I left, when I got out of my last relationship, it's been almost five years, Lord, Lord, Lord. I'm telling you, it took one year, please, one year was not enough. One year, I stopped speaking to people and, you know, I was just kind of closed up and people were like, oh, the best way to get over a bad breakup is to um, date other people. Oh, my God. You know, that was torture. I would literally sit in restaurants staring at the wall, praying that the date would be over. I was miserable. It did nothing for me. So, you know, so everybody's process is different, you know, so, so we, we just, I just feel like when we take all this baggage with us, our baggage is what causes other people, um, us to view the opposite sex as, um, as bad people. And I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's fair to judge everybody based on one person's mistake or based on the fact that your family has not been able to break the generational curse because there are things that they haven't seen or things that they haven't recognized. You know, uh, it, I just don't think it's fair to put everybody in the same right. no good man, no good woman category. Right. I agree 100%. And that's why I said there are some good women. I, I do believe there's some good women out there. And I want to say, no test. I don't understand what this test business is. We should not be testing one another. We should be observing and paying attention. And we should be being completely and utterly honest with ourselves. Are we ready to, to embark on a relationship? I keep that we're expecting, and That we're expecting that other person to be ready for. You can't come to me and say I'm ready for a relationship when you still dealing with hurts. I'm just saying it took, I'm telling you, when I tell you it took me like, I'm going to say three solid years. And the way, the way that I got over the person was I blocked him from every aspect of my life. Social media, my cell phone, my work phone. I knew every phone number from every family member. He called me for a year straight from different phone numbers. And I had to literally, in order for me to be able to get through it, I had to purge completely. And if I had not done that, then I would not be where I am today. It took me a year because that relationship hurt a little more. Anything else, I was able to walk away easy, you know, but it, it hurt a little more. So it took me longer to go through that process. In order for me to go through that process, I had to get rid of everything that had to do with him. Right. It's a process. You have to be it's able to forgive yourself give the person you have to be able to heal you have to be able to self-reflect you have to be able to relearn yourself 
figure out what it is that you're going to tolerate, what it is that you can't tolerate, figure out what all the red flags are that you missed. Because, and another way I got over it is because I own, I focused on the, I focused on the great things. Like I didn't focus on all the negative stuff that we went through. I focused on the great things. Like that was a good part. I learned some great lessons there. Right now I dealt with the bad stuff, but I didn't focus on the bad stuff. Right. So you have to figure out what your process is and you have to go through it. And if you don't go through it, I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to be your therapist. I am not going to be your mother. I am not that I can't, I'm too old for that. And maybe a 20 year old has time for that. You know, maybe a 30 year old has time for that. For me, I personally, like if we want to be friends or whatever, you know, then I can do that. But what I'm not going to do is get in a relationship with someone who I know that I know that I know for a fact is broken. We have to be careful about that. And we recognize these things. They're red flags. They're, you know, consistencies that they that they show. Uh, so we have to, you know, we have to hold ourselves accountable for the part that we play in this bad man, bad woman, or, or our view of it being, you know, no good men or no good women. Hey, yeah, you right about the process because I had to go through the process too. My first, my first relationship, but I was talking. I mean, I was um, talking to a girl while I was in the healing process. Stop talking to girls. Talk to women. Okay, I was talking. I was talking to a woman <laughs> while I was in the process of healing, and she was asking me, "When are you going to get over her?" And I said, I don't know. Uh, it might be, you know, it might it might take a while. And so she was like, you know, that's why she's an ex. Hold on. Hold on. Can, can I point out a red flag in that? Okay. Yep, I still hate it, Kristen. So, so by the simple fact that she said, "How? when are you going to get over it? She's not concerned about you. She's not concerned about you. She's concerned. That's a selfish statement right yep. there. Sure was. And and she's really just looking for, you know, she's like, okay, why, when is this space going to open up so I can step right. in? Right. That's all I care about. She's not caring about your healing. She's not caring about your well-being. So if that ain't a girl not reaching over and opening the door for you, I tell you, that's what that was. She didn't open the door. She she actually locked the doors on you. She in your car with your <laughs> keys with the doors locked and you can't get in. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So just wanted to point just wanted to point that out that, you know, it, it is sometimes some people will try to, you know, say, look, you know, you need to suck it up, get over it, and, you know, move on. And the best way to move on is to get into, I mean, start seeing somebody else. That's what most people will say. But that's not true. I hope you know that's not true. I, I that know, is so not true. I, I know that's not true. It, but, you know, it but causes some- you to, yeah, it causes you to suppress feelings, and it gives you a false sense of comfort. Or a, a false sense of being needed. Or so many false senses. If you are not emotionally ready to be in a relationship, if you're not emotionally ready, don't do it. 
don't do it. Just try to court and try to be honest. Not try to be honest, but get tried. Be honest. Be honest. You know, I want to hang out. I want to have a good time. And, and, and you know, another thing that uh, that was a red flag to me is that you told the young lady that you were going through a bad breakup because she knew that you were going through a bad breakup. What I did not do. I did not let people know. Like, I had to deal with it because me having that conversation, guess what? Me having a conversation did it brought back all bad memories and it brought back the fact that I was missing him and that I, I felt like I needed him there, even though I wasn't treated very well on numerous of occasions. Mm. But yet, and, you know, me bringing that up and having that conversation and today, you know how I know I've healed because I can say his name and I can wish him all the best and I can say God bless him and I mean it. I mean it, you know, I really mean it, you know, so the, so you getting into a relationship with someone else to distract you, you know what that does? It causes you to have to start the process from day one all over again. You never know how long the process is going to take because it depends on each individual. It depends on the each individual. So, you know, so I can't tell you how long a process takes for somebody else. You know, for me, it took a solid three years. And to somebody, that's ridiculous. It's, to somebody else, that's ridiculous. The, after the fourth year, it was all good. After the fourth year, I can I can um, let him be my friend on Facebook. Okay. That's, that's, I think that's normal. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so it's just, it, we just, we have to look out for ourselves. We have to, you know, think, you know, we, we're a lot of, a lot of women who go through this, a lot of men who go through this are educated, you know, but yet they dumbfounded to the fact that somebody's using them clearly, you know, so, you know, we have, you know, no common sense, I guess, but I don't even think that's like a common sense. I just think that we're choosing to overlook things because sometimes we are acting out of desperation. We are acting out of thinking that we need this. You know, I have to feel complete. I'm not complete until I'm, I have a significant other. Let me tell you something. If you're not complete before the significant other, trust and believe you will not be complete with them because your happiness is internal. You have to be happy with yourself. And, and you hope that your significant other enhances that happiness, but they don't make that happy. Right. I'm done. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I want to ask um, Kirsten. Kirsten, right? Kristen. Kristen, sorry. Mm -hmm. I want to ask. So, we had a podcast on our best and worst dates. So, <laughs> so I want I wanted to hear. I know this is off topic though, but this is funny. So I want to hear what your, what your worst date was. Um, <laughs> man, I have so many bad. Dates. Exactly right. <laughs> All right. Um, the one that comes to mind just off the top is, um, I went. I met. Okay. So I met this guy at a happy hour, um, exchanged numbers, and then I said, okay, well, and this is my kids were really young, so I wasn't having anybody come pick me up at my house at all, you know, for that whole security thing that, you know, Latoya was talking about earlier. That's very important. So I said, okay, I'll meet you um, at the restaurant, and then, you know, we'll go from there. 
Um, so we met at the restaurant. We met at the bar. He gets into this drinking contest with some <laughs> crazy <laughs> bar patron. He gets stone cold <laughs> twisted drunk. <right>? <laughs> Ends up, you know, um, we go to, where did we go? I can't even remember where we went, but we got to this other venue, right? I should not have let him drive because he was way drunk. And I was, as soon as we got in the car, I was like, oh my God, he's swerving all over the place. I'm praying to God that we don't die. So we get to the place. And as we're walking in, he pees on himself. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh my God. And then he's like, oh man, oh man, look, I didn't spill something. I'm like, no, sir. No, you did not. <laughs> I was like, taxi, taxi. <laughs> Wait a minute. Her story trumps all of our worst dates. <laughs> yeah. And, and, that, and that's going in the book. That's going in the book. I'll be laughing for days now. <laughs> oh, my God. So hold up. Why, why, you let, why you let him um, get in a drinking contest? What happened? Yeah. Who does he, that? I, do, I don't. I don't know. He he needed to prove his manhood or something. He just was like, <laughs> like I wasn't even there. Literally, I wasn't even there. I didn't exist while this was going on. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh so my god! Concept with who again? I don't know. Some people at the bar. It's some random people. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Wow. That's great. That's ridiculous. Hold on. Hold on. That's one for the books. That's going down. No, hold on. We deserve another one now. <laughs> oh, another one. Yes. Okay, let's see. The other one. She said, oh. she said it was so many. We deserve, we deserve another one. Oh. They really are. They really are. Let's see. Hmm. Another one would be, let's see. I went to... Um, Went to go eat. Uh, <laughs> met the guy at the restaurant once again. He, uh, you know, shows up and we're having an all right conversation. All right. <laughs> Mid meal, he says, Oh, man, you know what? I forgot. My <laughs> I said, Oh, really now? You forgot your wallet, huh? He said, Yeah, but, um, he said, but you know, I could go to the ATM real quick. I was like, but wait, you don't have you don't have your wallet. You get ready to get right, up. Right. You get ready to get up and go where for what? You don't you don't have your wallet. Right. And he was like, Well, why don't why don't we do this? Why don't why don't I just reimburse you for the meal and um and you you know, we, we go back to my house and I get my wallet and then maybe we can have a nightcap. I'm like, Oh, you see you sitting here trying to take me back to your house to get your wallet that you forgot after I paid for this meal. Right. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I was, oh. So basically, I just was like, uh, waiter, you know, I had to have the waiter come down, you know, to, to my ear and everything. And I said, um, you know, this, this, this gentleman right here is, claims that he has left his wallet. Mm-hmm. And um, I really did not bring any money with me today. Oh. So okay. I'm going to have to go. And um, you're going to have to take that up with him. So I just left. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. 
No, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Listen, I, I have I have friends, I have not friends, but co-workers that tell me that this happens to them all the time. I'm like, and so what do you do? Oh, I just pay the bill. You oh, oh yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you what I'm not gonna do. You can leave your wallet all you want. You can be sitting right here washing the dishes or somebody locking you up, but I'm out. Basically. <laughs> I will pay for my hey, meal. Hold up. What, what you gonna do? Was it, was this was this an expensive restaurant or? No, it really wasn't. It it was literally like Applebee's or something. Right. Come on now. Not telling you. You see what you see what we deal with. You know she said. You know what I got time for? Mid meal. <laughs> yes, mid meal. <laughs> Mm-mm. Hold up. That is cool. It's good that it was mid meal because you know, I mean, at least, at least I I knew at that point what I needed to do. So you know, right. I had some time. I right, had some time right. To figure it out. Make a game plan. So I was appreciative of that. Dang, going to toilet not dropped off. Um, dang, do we do we have do we have time for one more story? <laughs> one more story. <laughs> All right, let's see. One more. <laughs> this is fun. Um, we got to do another podcast on this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Joe. I, I went. We, we doing another story, Latoya. Oh, my God. Yeah. This one is, more, this one one more, more So on the road. This, <laughs> this actually is the the story of my of my kid's father my ex so <laughs> our very first our very first date oh he survived so, after a first date he, he did he did he did um but that's again that's because we young and we put up with a lot yes yes so he picks me up he told me that it was his car but it wasn't his okay. car it was his uncle's car okay so he picks me up in his uncle's car and we go to the lake. We're sitting by the lake, nice sunsets. You know, he, he gets out the some hot dogs and, and candles and chips and stuff that he brought from home. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's so cute. Mm-hmm. So we get back to the car, and the car won't start. <laughs> it's a stick. So he says, I know how to drive a stick. But he says, it's tricky. I'm going to need you to push. <laughs> and I'm going to be in here popping, you know, popping the clutch. Popping the clutch. <laughs> and I was like, you want me to get out here and push? He said, yeah, yeah, just just push, push it. Just get it going. So I pushed this car so he could get it started. And I'm running to get in the car because now we're going downhill. And, I'm, and he's like, if I stop, we're not going to be able to get it started again. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, so that that was my hot dog and candle. Push the car to start. <laughs> oh wait, wait, I got one more. I'm sorry, I forgot about this one. Okay. This is a kicker. Oh. This is this is a this is after all that. So I'm on a date with this guy. I meet. We're supposed to go um, to dinner and then go to a cigar bar, and the cigar bar is in Rockville. Okay. So I said, okay, you know, I don't mind, you know, driving over to. Rockville, you know, close to where it is because I wanted to go to the cigar bar. I've never been. Oh. So I'm thinking this dude was going to make reservations. 
He does not make reservations. So I get there first. Wait a minute. Is this another story? Yeah. Yes, this is a separate story. It's another story. So I get there Was first. Is this still about the ex-husband? No, no. This is after okay. all that. I've been divorced. This is this is the dating afterwards game. Okay, okay. So I get to the restaurant. There's no reservations. He's not there. And so I go ahead and sit down. He's 45 minutes late. <laughs> I'm like getting ready to leave. He shows up. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry, so sorry. I'm like, uh-huh. So I said, I came all the way out here. I'm going to eat. So we eat. In the midst of conversation, he tells me that he lives 10 minutes away. <laughs> and he had fallen asleep. And that's why he was late. Mm. I said, okay. So I'm like, well, I want to go to this bar. So we go get in his truck. We get halfway up the street in the intersection. His truck conks out in the middle of the intersection. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> he gets it started, luckily. And he says, you know what? I don't know if this is going to last. I've been having trouble with it, actually. I just got it out the shop. But why don't we take your truck? We drive back, get my truck. I drive us to the cigar bar. We're sitting there. He's talking to me about his ex, all, you know, all of that. What? It's just, yeah, it's just, it's awful. He's clearly not healed from this past relationship and all Clearly, that. clearly. Right. So, Red flag. To my truck, <laughs> I drop him off at his raggedy ass truck, excuse my language. <laughs> and he tries to kiss me through the driver window goodnight. And I'm like, no, sir. I don't think so. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> That's a negative Batman. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yep. We. Yep. <laughs> oh my hey, God. I don't have that many uh, bad date uh, things. I don't be playing. Oh my but, God. But I'm saying, how would I have weeded them out? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's oh, oh, great ones. How would those have been weeded out? <laughs> that is true. That is true. That is true. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. I must start dating so I can weed them out or have some funny-ass stories. I'm telling you, my book is going to be number one as soon as I finish. I'm telling you, because this that crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Wow. Yeah. I'm about to start dating just to, to find out what people are doing. Nah, nah <laughs> I really don't want that. I, 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 I am so good. I am I am all the way good. I'm straight. So 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 the tale of the story is don't have a car, don't have any car troubles. <laughs> right? Look, don't have no car troubles, don't be late, don't be far. And don't leave your walk. Drinking games, don't pee on yourself. You know, <laughs> Wait a minute, listen, listen. We need to pat fools down before we go on a date. Let you got your wallet. <laughs> right. What's I mean, like are we gonna go? You know, these are questions we gonna start having to ask now. Oh my god. Let, let me see your wallet. Open it up. Let me make sure you got cars and cash in it. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I do not understand. <laughs> I, I, let me go on a date with somebody and I'm talking about they don't have their wallet. Okay, peace out. Holla. Right. <laughs> and guess what? They are what? Blocked. Yep. Quickly. 
<laughs> quickly. Thank God they don't know where you live. Ooh, oh, my goodness. See? <laughs> hey, look, then you got to check the bank card. Make sure the card is right. Y'all was like, so your card has been declined. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> Pay for this drink real quick. <laughs> sir, sir. Sir, sir, can you just please get cash? I've had too many bad experiences. <laughs> oh God. I used to I used to date a guy who was always like, um, I'ma pay the bill, can you lead a tip? Yes. I did, I did. So that drove that? me crazy. And let me you, excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm again. I'm sorry. There's just um things that I, I'm accustomed to and I'm accustomed to when a man takes a woman on a date that you know he pays for the meal, the tip, and whatever else is going on. That's that's what I'm accustomed to. All right, so, you know, so. so what about if it's like the second or third? <laughs> No. <laughs> Wait a minute. No. Let me tell you something. It could be it could be our 20th. <laughs> okay? And, and and the bad part about it, now now if we marry, if we're married, then you know it's probably coming out the same account that's one thing. But me and this guy was in a relationship, he had a point to prove like, you know, you like you're spoiled and you know, you expect everyone to do stuff for you. I don't it's not an expectation. They do for me because that's what you're doing. That's what you're in a relationship. You want to prove a point of what? That I'm not spoiled? That's still not going to take away the fact that I am spoiled. Okay? That's not going to take, that's not going to remove that. And it's not going to remove what I'm thinking about you right now. And it's not that you didn't have the money. It was just that you had a point. Like, you're spoiled. You're spoiled. That is just not um, possible. Come back to the phone. Oh, can you, hello, can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, she fell off. <laughs> this is so funny. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm writing a book. Literally, I'm writing a book. Like, my the whole Bermuda trip, I, I didn't even I didn't even scratch the surface on that one. <laughs> didn't, didn't even scratch it. You would, you, man. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I can't be mad because, like I said, you know, I already knew what I was in for with him. I already knew. Okay. That I wanted to go on a trip. Okay. So. <laughs> let's just say that he used my hairbrush, and I went in there the next morning, and there was dandruff flakes in my <laughs> hairbrush. I was like, oh, gross. No, no. So hold on. Was it a one-bedroom or two-bedroom? No, we shared a bed. Okay, so and and you know they have those big um, neck roll pillows as like a throw pillow, you know. Okay. On, on the bed in the hotels. Yeah, that was between us the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think because I went to Bermuda in January. I don't remember seeing that. They probably had what, it. What seeing uh, the big? Um, yeah, yeah. Pillows. Yeah, I went in January. I don't. Probably, I probably didn't realize it when they when I was there because I was I we was out all every night. We went out every night. Yeah, you yeah you weren't you were too you were too uh too messed up on um what do they call.
I was, I was, yeah, we we was out every night. When I say every night, every night. So, I mean, yeah. Well, this was a business trip for him. So, he was working. And so, he would, you know, come in and we would have dinner. And then he, you know, want to go to bed. And I wouldn't be tired. So, I would be up, you know, watching movies or whatever. Tight for dear life to that pillow. Okay. He was like, don't you want to put that pillow on the floor? No, sir. <laughs> nope, it's helping my back. Well, luckily that flight is not long, so it was like, what, I want to have, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not long, so you don't got to be on the plane, you know, that long. Yeah. <laughs> okay, a story from that, another story that's, that's in the book. So he was carrying my bag. A heavy one of my heavy bags. I didn't check bags. Uh-huh. And every time we came across anybody, a stewardess, a, a customs person, um, a random, you know, bag checker, people like, yeah, ha, 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 I'm the bag boy. She got me carrying the bags. <laughs> I'm the bag boy. And I'm like, if look, you got one more time to say that <laughs> to somebody. <laughs> and so the last time we get, we get on the flight to go home. And this, the flight attendant's welcoming us on the plane. He's like, yeah, she got me carrying the bags. Ain't that a trip? Yeah, I'm the bag boy, huh? And I was just like, okay, so bag boy, know your role, and hush your mouth and carry my bag. <laughs> he was like, oh, how dare you? Like, do you hear how she's talking to me? And she said, I said, yes, because it defeats the purpose of you doing a good gesture by carrying my bag when you complain about it to every Tom, Dick, and Harry you pass in the freaking airport. <laughs> and the flight attendant was like, yeah, she's got a point there. <laughs> I was like, I cannot with you. <laughs> and my mom said I was being mean to him because um, when we, we had separate flights because he doesn't even live in the state he lives in north carolina okay Um, so we went on our separate flights at uh we separated at atlanta and he leans over and is like i'm gonna miss you and i was like no you're not (laughs) you're not gonna miss me (laughs) i was like you don't have to lie just because you think that's the right thing to say at the moment i'm like i know you're glad to get rid of me just like i'm glad to get rid of you so have a nice flight (laughs) my mom was like you cannot be this way i'm like why not Oh my god. So hold on, how did y'all fly? How did you get there? I mean, well, I mean, y'all got there, I flew together or? So, yeah, so I, you know, left from Dulles. Okay. And then he left from whatever airport he has in North Carolina. And then our we had a, a connection in Atlanta. So we met and got on the same plane in oh, Atlanta okay. and went yeah, down. Layover. Okay. Yeah, it was like an hour or two, something like that. Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I can't do layovers. Yeah, I usually don't either, but you know. He he, he was doing the most. Okay. And, you know, he go get down there talk, talking about, yeah, you know, just charge it to the room, whatever you want to do. Just charge it to the room. So that's what I did. I charged it all to the room, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> You went over budget. I'm like, what you mean go over budget? <laughs> you said charge everything to the room. What you mean go over budget? I didn't know we had a budget. 
Yo, we got to do this again. Best date, worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one we had to do again so we can laugh because this is so funny. Yes, yes. Well, I can't tell you all of them. You just have to buy the book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that these are all true stories. <laughs> Oh Lord! See, this is a, that's what I'm saying. This is what I'm talking about. This is funny. We need, yeah, we need to do this again. All right. I don't know <laughs> no when. Problem. I don't know when. I'll talk to Latoya, but yeah, we need to do this again. Cool, cool. All right, All right, sir. Well, it has been a pleasure. I always enjoy our our discussion. I do too, and we have a wonderful, wonderful time. Too bad Latoya, she couldn't get back in. So um. We'll say we'll. I call it when I get off. <clears throat> All right. So this is uh, DJ Melt, aka Mr. Ten Time Year Gentleman, aka Joseph and Melt Junior, signing off. And I um, just want to give a special thank you to Kristen for joining our podcast, and we just had a wonderful, wonderful time. And um, thank you for sharing your worst dates with us and making us laugh because <laughs> that we needed that. We all needed that. So I'm, I'm, I hope that you all enjoy. We will do this part. We will do that podcast again and get some more people on um, so we can laugh and be funny. It's going to be a comedy. <laughs> Great comedy. Yes, it is. But um, all right. So you enjoy your evening. And um, I, will, I will talk to you. I will see you when I see you. I'll talk to you. On talk. the next one. On to the next one. Yes, ma'am. All right. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.